Hi, Damien Marcus from 100 Not Out here. MP. Yes, Damo. We all know the importance of having a diary, but who wants a boring old day planner? Not me. Enter the journey of me. Ta-da! The incredible eight-month wellness journal designed especially for wellness peeps like you. Yes, Damo, this beautiful eight-month wellness guide is filled with questions, planners, exercises, reflective notes, and more. Endorsed by the Up For A Chat girls and loved the world over, the journey of me is a must-have if you're ready to live your best life for life. To purchase your very own journey of me and receive a free set of inspirational postcards, simply enter the code COUCH at www.wellandnew.com. That's www.w-e-l-l-i-n-e-u-x.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to The Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts, Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damien Christoph, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to The Wellness Guys. I'm Lawrence Tam. And I'm Brett Hill. And this is The Wellness Guys Show, a weekly show dedicated to bringing wellness into our lives. And today, Brett, we're not, Damien's not here. I don't know where he is right now, but uh, I think he's somewhere <laughs> flying around the world. But He's doing a Lawrence. He's doing a Lawrence. Flying around yes. the world. He is, he is. He's trying to catch up to, on the on the points uh, on the level. But you know what? I'm so excited for tonight's uh, podcast because we have a very, very special guest tonight. Two people. Uh, we actually got an international guest right now, one from the UK and one in Australia. Would you like to introduce our special guest for today? Absolutely. I'm really excited to have Michelle McCartan and Amanda King from Well and You on board. Welcome, girls. Thank you. So, Well and You is just this fantastic Australian company. We were, we were so blessed to get to meet you guys and get introduced to you guys at the Wellness Summit and find out all about this incredible company you've developed, all about wellness, all about coaching people, all about coaching women towards a better life, towards their best life. Um, and it, it's just been an absolute pleasure. So, we'd love you girls to start off by, I guess, giving us a bit of an introduction. Perhaps, Michelle, you can start as to how, the, how did the two of you meet? Where did this Well and New journey begin? Yeah, well, we met probably around about nine years ago. Um, I was actually Amanda's coach when we, we first met. And as often happens in, in coaching relationships, um, you know, we, we became friends um, and so did our husbands. Um, so along the way, um, you know, we were supporting each other's families and we got to talk a lot about wellness. Um, you know, we, we had our own kind of wellness journeys that were unraveling. And we realized that for all of us, we had been trying to do the right things when it came to wellness. So we'd been trying to do it all. We'd been, you know, trying to follow the mainstream kind of approaches to wellness. And it was actually quite exhausting. Um, And it wasn't working for us um, on different levels. And what really seemed kind of obvious to us after the event was that we're all different. Um, We're all unique, but we're trying to live our lives in the same way but it would never result in each of us, you know, feeling our best and and feeling the happiness. And when we realized this and we kind of stopped feeling this pressure to have to do it all, you know, do wellness properly, um, we actually started to work out what was right for each one of us. So that was kind of the big epiphany, I guess, for us. And when we did this, you know, we had our own battles for me. It was adrenal fatigue and chronic fatigue we really started to realize that wellness was so much more than what we normally hear about, which might be nutrition or might be movement. Um, But we were starting to look at all the other aspects as well. And we saw this pattern with, you know, lots of our friends, lots of our colleagues who were exhausted from from trying to do it all and working really hard. Um, 
And that was kind of the, the, the sort of instigator for Well and You for us. We really wanted to, to help people to, to feel inspired and, and also really empowered to know that there is another way, that, that then when they really get to know who they are and use the knowledge about themselves, um, they can find their own way to wellness and they can be their own wellness expert. And that wasn't to say that all the great advice from people and the information out in the wellness space wasn't helpful because it was, but it was about discerning it for them and was about finding the right path for themselves. So that was kind of the, the beginning of the well and new journey and it's kind of gone on from there. It's just such an exciting journey. I mean, you guys were so well received at the Wellness Summit, and so thank you for being, you know, being part of it. And also, you know, the people that you, the way you guys have started. What you mean to me that you guys started off as a team. You got a whole bunch of people. You got a couple of people to look at and formulate this company. And you're looking at multifaceted areas, right? Because it's not just about we. This is what we talk about in the wellness guys. I think that's why we align so well. Is because we talk about that. You need to understand all aspects of the part of wellness. It's not just about one part, and it's about you know using it from a different perspective. And because as parents, we also want our children to be part of that journey too, as well. So my question to you then, looking at that from multi aspect approach of wellness, uh, maybe Amanda, you can answer this. Is what does living a life of wellness mean to you? Mm, thank you. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's obviously been a journey, as Michelle said, for us um, personally to take on all of this information out there and, and so forth and, and really kind of distill all of that into what our unique journey is. So for me, a, a life of wellness is to be able to keep my focus on, on that holistic approach and, and make sure that I'm not you know, targeting one area above another and make sure that there's that real balance across all of those areas in place for me and, and know that, you know, I'm not going to have all of that stuff right at any one point in time. Um, for me, it's exciting learning and, and trying new things. And as we do in the journey of me, that the journal that we've put together, you know, writing those things down, what are the outcomes of trying those new things? And, you know, all the time working out what's going to best suit me and, and um, help me get to the best version of myself. So I think for me personally, it's it's a journey of discovery, trying new things, you know, working out what, what do I need more of at any one point in time. So um, to, to kind of have a complete life of wellness. And I think it's beautiful knowing that there isn't one answer for us all, um, that we all get to define it for ourselves um, and that it changes over time. Um, so not expecting, you know, your wellness actions today to necessarily be the same as what they are on another day. Um, and I think that's a really sort of beautiful but often kind of perplexing aspect of wellness. So for the two of you, perhaps starting with you, Michelle, what have been your biggest challenges along your journey? You know, what was it, I guess, that, that really made you stop and start thinking about this more? You know, what was the instigator for this whole process? But also, you know, what are your challenges along the way that you've had to overcome? Yeah, um, that's a big question. Um, and I think that, you know, for me, it probably does start, you know, many years ago. Because, you know, at school, I was a really kind of the hardworking, high-achieving kind of good girl. Um, but for me, one of the key things that kind of was really, um, I was really aware of what was that I had this kind of sense of being different. Um, and I felt this really big pressure to, to change and sort of be more like others, um, to fit in. Um, but what I've now realized is that, that this kind of starting point for me was that I have a really highly sensitive nervous system. Um, and it's something I've learned loads about now, but I didn't understand as a child. And, 
it meant that I felt everything, um, you know, things that people said or they didn't say. Um, and, and it kind of resulted in me trying to spend those kind of formative years of my life trying to fit in. Um, but from there, I kind of got to the place of um, having this real fascination in people because I was this really intuitive kind of sensitive um, person. So I, you know, went to uni, got my degree in, um, you know, anthropology and, and psychology and went into kind of HR. And it wasn't until I really found coaching that I could kind of find this place where I could be me in the world rather than needing to fit in um, because it really aligned to that intuitive um, side of myself. But it wasn't really until I had my little boy um, that I really kind of got to, to rethink my life and start my journey of wellness because I crashed with exhaustion. Um, I guess like many women, I um, was trying to do it all. I was trying to be the mum, you know, be the wife, be the friend, run a business. I was running a, a coaching business um, and I, I crashed with, you know, chronic fatigue and adrenal fatigue. So I sort of had them both. Um, and for me, it actually turned out that that was the gift um, that helped me to start my journey of me because it forced me to stop. I had no choice. Um, I had to kind of take off all those layers that I'd built up over the years, um, you know, when I was had been trying to fit in from when I was really young. And I really started to unearth the real me and understand more about this more sensitive side of me and just to befriend it, you know, get to know it and then sort of start to build my life around the true me. Um, so I had to learn what wellness was for me. And, and most of it was, was that sense of just realising who I was and listening to what I needed every day. So being able to ask myself that question, you know, how do I need to move today? What do I need to eat today? You know, what do I need to do in terms of rest? And listening to myself and really, you know, adapting my daily life towards that. It also meant, you know, looking at work and, you know, I went back to writing. Um, I went back to, you know... The stuff that I used to do as a kid, which was writing and poetry, um, which I hadn't touched since I'd been really young. And that got me into, you know, writing books. Um, and we, you know, started the wellness journey um, with Well and You. But more recently, it was a move back to the UK from Australia, where I was 10 years, you know, for 10 years. And I'm really being able to, to stand up in the world as, as who I am. Um, you know, I run a coaching practice, which is so different to what it used to look like. Um, I live in, you know, rural UK um, near the moors and live a very, you know, close to nature life um, and that's enables me to be my true self and now I can, you know, share that with people with, um, you know, being able to bring people here for, for solo retreats. So it's been a real journey and it will continue to be a journey um, but I have my kind of commitment now to it. And Michelle, one of the things you mentioned there was was obviously sitting back and, you know, figuring out what you need. And, you know, that sounds like such a simple thing, but that can be a really challenging thing, especially for, I find, mums with young kids. It can be really hard to sit down and, and think about yourself and what you need. You know, so often you're giving so much to everyone else. You know, how did you, how did you get to that realization and, and how did you sort of overcome that, I guess, desire to want to do everything for everyone else? Mm. It's, it's really hard and it is so common and I do see it in so many of my clients. I think the biggest thing is when you truly know yourself, so when you spend that time on discovering who you are and you can get to a place of being your own friend, so befriending yourself, so really truly kind of 
accepting who you are and being okay with it, I think then you're much more able to take action that otherwise might feel selfish but actually is the best way to help yourself and to help other people. Mm. And it's, it's hard because I think it's about creating space. I think it's about stopping more than actually doing more, which is what we tend to do in our life. We tend to go into action and try to be more busy with all the roles we have rather than stopping and actually intentionally thinking about what we truly need and being okay with giving that to ourselves. Mm. It's so true. I mean, obviously, you know, for moms, I see that all the time. For, it's very difficult to kind of find that balance. But Amanda, once you find that balance, you know, there's also, you know, once you find that path, the problem is that staying on that path can be very difficult. So, you know, maybe you can use examples from your life or maybe some of your clients where they have actually kind of had difficulties staying on the path and they kind of stray going back to the old ways. How do you how do you how do you recommend to people to deal with that? Yeah, absolutely. It's a, I think it's a, the biggest challenge. So once you kind of discover who you are and, and what will make up the best version of you and what you're, you know, working towards, the, the consistency of working towards that on a daily basis, I think is really difficult. And as Michelle touched on, you know, it's something that, um, you know, some people change, you know, loads about their life. Some other people will take a small step. But what I find is, is most useful for people that we work with is just to take one small step at a time. And that could be quite tiny. You know, it's about a commitment to something. So um, uh, in a program that I was in a couple of weeks ago, um, we were talking about these small steps and it might just be, you know, 10 minutes a day to do, um, to take yourself into a quiet space and do meditation, but to do that consistently over a period of time so that it just becomes the norm. It just becomes like brushing your teeth. Um, and I think that that's really important. So um, we find a lot of the time, you know, people are, you know, wanting to make changes and sometimes really, really big ones. But the small ones are, are most important and the consistent ones because life does get in the way and, you know, things happen. And, and then all of a sudden you can kind of be off the path that you wanted to be on and then really beat yourself up because of that. So, you know, you might try a, a certain um, exercise regime, for example, and do really well at that for four weeks. But then something will happen and you'll be derailed so I suppose our approach is you know really small steps consistent steps and and um you know write about that reflect on that journal about how that makes you feel so that you can be really connected into all of the positive things about those small steps to keep you going on that journey and obviously a, a you know a cheer squad is really important as well so have you know at least one person around you that can help you on that journey and keep reminding you and that was one of the, the great things for Michelle and I. We had each other on that journey to be able to share what we were experiencing together and encourage each other to, to continue as well. Um, yeah, so, so they're some of the things that we try. Nice. Well, you guys have certainly created a pretty extraordinary company here and, and there's, there's so many different facets to, I guess, what you guys offer people. So, Michelle, can you talk to us a little bit about, you know, you've mentioned already the coaching and the retreats and, and all those aspects of what you do, but can you, can you sort of share with us all the different ways that you are able to help people through Well and You? Yeah. So, um, it all started with um, a book, The Journey of Me book which is um, a wellness journal. It's a, an eight-month journal for people to discover more about themselves and then to be able to work through seven dimensions of wellness that we believe um, create a, a really balanced kind of look um, at your own wellness journey. So it's a daily journal. 
Um, and it is those small steps. It is that approach to um, taking time out every day and reflecting. It's got tips in there. It's um, got beautiful inspiration in there. And it's really kind of the core um, product which explains kind of our philosophies. But from there, we've also um, built more um, books. So we've got another book, which is an inspiring book, which really helps support you on that journey, particularly in the times when you're finding yourself kind of straying away, as we talked about, it brings you back. Um, so it's called an inspirational um, question. And um, we believe that within us, we need this well of inspiration to keep us on the journey because at times things are hard and we do kind of, you know, find our way um, away from the path that we want to take. So that's that's kind of the book side of things. But we also have um, aspects where people can connect directly with individuals. One of those is coaching. So you can work directly with a coach to help you on your journey. And we think that's particularly important because each of the journeys are different. And often we do need to try and uncover more about ourselves to help us tailor it to who we are. So it's purposefully not consulting. It's not telling people what to do, but it's helping people find their own way. Hmm. We also offer um, – sorry, sorry, Laura. Michelle, I just want to just cut in. Sorry just to cut in like that, but I just want to – you know, hmm. I'm a coach and, you know, obviously hmm. I see the importance of, of coaching and actually finding a mentor. And if you look at any athlete, you know, uh, in, in a sport team, they all have a coach. Even they're the best of the – you know, the best of the best in that particular sport, they all have a coach because – you know, I think all of us need that aspect to be able to see things that we can't see. We can't see our own problems. We can see other people's problems, but we can't see our own problems. And sometimes it's best to have someone to be able to observe and watch uh, those problems so that we can actually steer clear, the, so we can stay clear or move around those particular obstacles. So tell me from your coaching experience, um, what are some of the biggest challenges that you think that are that's going on in today's society right now? Mm, well, when we think about the types of clients that, that we see, a lot of it is the the pace of life for people, the busyness, the roles, the expectations that they place upon themselves, that noise, that mental noise that goes on for all of us who are in this kind of busy life means that we often forget ourselves, we often forget our own priorities, our own values, their own goals that we're working towards and therefore having someone there beside us can really help us bring that back into focus. We also see, you know, for women, you know, that, that sense of kind of exhaustion, that sense of not having enough time to rest, um, enough time to kind of really re-energize um, and help them to feel the best that they possibly can. Um, you know, we see the, the types of things like technology, which can be really amazing, but can also be really challenging. We work with a lot of people on these kind of concepts in our group coaching program, which is called the Coterie. Um, where we help people to understand how to work with with technology and see it as a real friend rather than see it as, um, you know, something that, that can be quite harmful in our lives. Um, there's so many, um, you know, aspects that, that modern women, modern men have to face and having that, that support because many of us crave connection and in this modern world we often lack connection. Um, even though we're surrounded by people, we may not often have the opportunity to deeply connect with others. And that's a real um, kind of essential um, part of what, what we as humans are designed to have, this connection. So we, we've put the Coterie program together to give people the opportunity to deeply connect with others who are also walking, walking their journey of me. So there's lots of these kind of modern day challenges that we see 
And what we want to do is to help people to to have um, a community and um, the support and the tools to help them navigate that their way and not according to what they're being told necessarily is the right way for them, but finding it themselves. So you guys have spoken a number of times, Amanda, about the different dimensions of wellness. And, you know, often you'll hear people talk about the three dimensions, you know, physical, chemical, emotional, or sometimes four, you know, physical, chemical, emotional, spiritual. But, you know, I know in your book you have even more dimensions than that. So can you go through and talk, tell us, you know, the different dimensions of wellness that you guys like to talk about and like to make sure you're covering and, and what each of those means, Amanda? Yeah, absolutely. So we have um, eight dimensions of wellness, starting with um, discovery. So for everything, for us, it starts with that discovery and uncovering, um, you know, who you truly are and, and as Michelle said, um, peeling back the layers of that to, to really find yourself and find um, the ideal person that you want to be as well and, and start to move towards that person. So the best version of yourself or your ideal self. Um, so the first chapter in the, the journey of me, John, is all around the discovery um, stage, which is we find is really powerful for people. Um, we also do workshops um, and corporate um, retreats and, and workshop days all around the discovery chapter also. Um, from there, and in no particular order, you know, we're very non-prescriptive, but the, the areas from discovery really are around rest so we find that rest is an area that people probably don't um, pay enough attention to and, you know, rest in their own way. So, you know, obviously it's, rest it means different things to different people but just to bring the awareness to people about rest and the importance of that in, in so many dimensions of your life. Um, then we, we go into some others that were probably quite common for people which are nutrition um, and movement. But again, it's nutrition your way and movement your way. So, you know, we try and um, give people ideas and, and thoughts and inspiration around those things, but allow them to just try and see what might work for them. So, for example, CrossFit might work for some people and for other people it might be a gentle walk or running or swimming or yoga. So um, we try and encourage people to, to try out a whole lot of different things and really journal and document how those um, things might affect them. So nutrition, you know, what are you currently um, eating? And if you add something else to that diet or take something away from that, that you know, your normal diet, you know, what is the effect of that? And really honing into what um, truly matters to them and makes a difference in their own body and mind as well. Um, a couple of the other dimensions that we have within our model are around finance um, because a lot of people, I think, miss this sort of area of wellness for us. But, you know, in order to be ha and have a total holistic approach, I think finance is so important or resources. So what resources do you have and what can you do within those resources? Um, and then the mind is obviously really critical to wellness. Um, growth and connection. So um, that rounds it off for the eight areas for us. That's amazing. That's great. Michelle, I know that um, you obviously have a son and um, and you would, you know, obviously have a strong, I know as a parent, I'd love to just pass the, the, these information on to a younger generation. I think mm. you have a passion for it. I think we spoke just before we got on the call today about your passion for the younger generation and, and creating an environment because environment is obviously very important to you. Now, if you actually had to meet your younger self, say your, you know, maybe 21-year-old self, I mean, what, what would you say to her? Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. Um, I, I would 
I think the biggest point that I would want her to understand is that, you know, I'd say to her, you're, you're really unique. You know, there's no one out there in the world either before or, or after that will ever be you. Um, you know, you've got this unique combination of, of gifts and talents and values and passions and, and that makes you you. There isn't a comparison to who you are. So live your life your way. You know, trust yourself. Filter what other people have to say to you. Use your intuition. You know, you really are the expert on your life. So really staying true to, to who you are, knowing that, you know, you'll come across the pressure to conform to other people's, you know, expectations and beliefs, but you've always got a choice. And there's this, you know, beautiful voice within you, you know, your intuition, um, you know, it's got the power to offer you such great insights and, and direction. So make the space and the time in your life to, to really listen to that wisdom and trust it. So I guess, Amanda, as far as a, a starting point for someone, you know, when people are out there and they're thinking, I, I think I'm ready to go on this, you know, this journey of me, I, I want to start making changes. You know, it sounds like that's, that's the first step, you know, it's figuring out who you are, you know, and figuring out what's going to work for you. But, but as you start to move then into this wellness journey, you know, what advice do you have for people in terms of how do they go about starting to make these changes in all of these different eight dimensions? Mm, absolutely. Um, I think the thing for me is to, to make it fun. You know, the journey needs to be a lot of fun for someone. So you've, you've kind of worked out, you know, perhaps who you are and you've started to peel back those layers and you've got an idea about where you want to go and the best version of you. So between where you are now and where you want to be, you know, life is a continuous journey. You're not going to be able to tick some boxes and get to the place that you want to go necessarily in one month or two months or five years or 10 years or 15 years. So we're continuously working on ourselves and that journey needs to be a, a fun and exciting journey that you can um, really start to discover who you truly are and share that with other people as well. So my advice would be, you know, make it fun. If something is, you know, arduous or, you know, really, really difficult, you're beating yourself up because you haven't been able to do a certain thing a certain number of days of the week, just don't do it. It probably doesn't fit. So yeah, so that would be that would be where I would start. That's great stuff. I mean, look at your look at your programs and look at what you guys have to offer. And a big thing for you guys is accountability. You know, um, that's really important. So, what does accountability mean to you guys? And where do you guys? How do you guys hold yourselves accountable? Mm, so, it's a really great question. Um, I, I think for for me personally, you know, I, I used to look. Um, externally for accountability mm-hmm. um, and I think a lot of us in our journey external accountability can be really helpful so that might be um, a friend that might be you know your coach that might be um, someone in your family there's a whole host of people that we can turn to for accountability to, to help us along the journey um, but I actually think one of the best places to get accountability is to ourselves you know when we're really clear on what we want in life and who we are, we know whether what we're doing is right for us or not right for us, whether it's aligned to our intentions or not aligned to our intentions. And so I think that having that combined force of being accountable to ourselves and holding ourselves accountable, as well as having other people in our lives that truly understand us, that truly you know, know what we're trying to achieve and that we trust, 
I think having that force, that combined force is really powerful, but I think it starts with us as individuals. Mm. And I think that's why getting really clear on who we are and what we want um, and knowing ourselves is the first step. Uh, so that's where the journey of me comes from, tapping in into the why of you and discovery and then allowing that journey to flow. Exactly right. Oh, I love that. love that. Hey, I'd love to ask you guys a little bit about the finance aspect of it because I love the fact that you guys have included finance in this. And I can remember, you may remember, Lawrence, early mm-hmm. on in the Wellness Guys, we did an episode all about finance and why that was important to wellness. And, and we got some feedback from people saying, well, finance isn't wellness. You know, it's not about the money. It's not about that. Um, but we felt like it was important. And obviously, you guys feel like it's important that, that that is something we need to consider on our wellness journey. So why did you guys choose to include finance as one of your dimensions of wellness? And, and what does that mean to you guys? I think, um, and Michelle's probably got some things to add here as well, but I think for us, I think finance we've seen can impact people so greatly um, in their lives on lots of different levels. So we thought to ourselves, gosh, you know, it, what if you've got all of those other areas in your life, you know, sorted and, and on track and, and so forth, but you don't have finance um, you know, sorted for your life, then there's still there's still a gap there. There's still something that's going to be missing. So we, you know, that was one of the catalysts for us to include that because we thought, you know what, if people can take time and understand, you know, what finance means for them. And it's, as you said, it's not always about the dollars. It's about, you know, what do you want to do in your life? How, how much resource are you going to get from that? And where can you spend that resource? And a lot of the time, you know, you can you can do things on very little if you're really clear about what it is that you want and and the why. You know what? You know why do you want the, that amount of resource? Um, you know what are you going to do do with it? How's that going to add to the being the best version of yourself? I love that. I love that. So we got one last question, and it's what's next for Well and You, and where do people find out more about you guys? So um, what's next for Well and You is, is an evolving question for us, which is really exciting. We're, you know, obviously just in our startup stage and we've got um, a couple of books produced already and, and a couple of programs. I suppose it's funny that has- for you guys it's a startup, for most people, like that's accomplishment. So, <laughs> so yeah, so you guys have done an amazing job so far. So, so obviously you guys have big plans. So that's, that's what I love about it. Feel like it, you know. We feel like in lots of ways it's just start up. But um, when we first got together um, a- around this a-, a couple of years ago, now um, Michelle and I had a dream to open a retreat, and I suppose that's kind of what's been on our minds this entire time um, to be able to impact people and and help them with their transformation in the the biggest possible way. And um, Michelle and I were were able to go to a beautiful retreat when we um, when Michelle lived in here in Melbourne together, um, and it impacted our lives so much that we thought, gosh, wouldn't this be amazing to be able to give this gift to other people one day? So, you know, long time into the future, hopefully, we will open a beautiful retreat where, you know, people can come and, and, you know, learn and and explore and experience loads of different things. And then we'll be able to support them with lots of programs after that retreat as well. So for us, um, you know, we want to be on a journey with our clients, not just in the short term, but in the long term. And yeah, the retreat is, is a bit of a dream for well and you. Yeah, that's fantastic. So, um, where, Michelle, where we can people find out more about, you know, the coterie, the coaching, and also some programs you offer and even just your books. So where do we get the hold of your books? Best place is just to jump onto our website, which is just wellandyou.com, but also, um, you know, on Facebook, on Instagram, um, they're the places that we, we tend to hang out. But all the details are, are over on the website. 
Yeah, that's great. So guys, make sure you go to WellNeu. That's uh, Um, Thank you guys so much for just joining us on the Wellness Guys um, podcast. And uh, it's been great having you. And thanks for sharing your insights too. Thanks so Thank much. Thank you. Great fun. Guys, make sure you go check out their website. Also, make sure you go to facebook.com slash the wellness guys or the wellness couch. Like us there. And while you're on Facebook, share this particular podcast with all your friends and uh, also share with families and other strangers you think need a wellness update. Subscribe to us on iTunes. And while you're there, leave a five-star rating and uh, leave a comment on iTunes there so that we can get discovered across the charts. Until next week, begin creating wellness into your lives. Lead by example and let's change the world's health together. Join us next week on the Wellness Guys Show. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.